Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Kingdom Key Fundamentals podcast channel, where we empower individuals to grow on their spiritual journeys. This is the platform that can help strengthen your understanding and knowledge of the scriptures to achieve spiritual breakthroughs, obtain kingdom authority, and learn the importance of guarding your kingdom citizenship. I am your host and kingdom ambassador, Shawana Owens, helping you to refocus your mindset with scriptures on how to become an overcomer of sin, to abide in Yahushua within the land of the free. For it is written in 1 John 5 and 4, For whatsoever is born of Elohim overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So tune in and join us You are now listening to the Key Fundamentals Podcast channel, hosted by Shiwan Owens. All praises to the Most High Yah family. This is Study to Show Yourself Approved, and I am your host, Shawana Owens, ready, willing, and able to give you the word of the Most High as he downloads in me, I upload in here, into the space. And so before we go any further, let us give all glory and praise to the Most High because today is a word that really needs the covering of the Most High so he will give us the understanding in our minds as we read from the book of Judges. And so, oh, great one from Zion, we come before you and we say thank you. We thank you for all that you have done and what you are about to do. Oh, Abba Yah, condition our hearts and our minds that we may now expand our minds and hearts to now be humbled to receive your word and this message father decrease me and increase you in this space allow for your spirit to be the leader and teacher father do not allow for not one drop or tittle of your word to transform into anything other than the truth father allow for every ounce of the things that you have set forth to be unprecedentedly received by your children. In your Mashiach's name, Yahushua Amashiach's name, we pray, amen, and thank you, Abba Yahuwah. So family, we are going to read today in the book of Judges. And as the Most High quicken my spirit, as I begin to just sit and ponder about many of the things that is happening in the earthly realm. Uh, there is so much to cover and sometimes there's not enough uh, hour in the day to cover it. But this particular subject is something that has been um, pricking at my heart um, because many people like to limit the most high. They like to limit him in ways that we should not do. The most high uh, is no respecter of persons. And when we now understand that he uses and he does what he wants, we should never limit him and put him in a box or chain to any 
understanding if we do not have clarity on truly how his spirit is moving. Whoever he uses, however he uses, whenever he uses is what the most high does. And who are we to now limit him on anything that he is doing? And so if you should uh, be so grateful uh, and join us in reading, reading from the book of Judges chapter four, four, where we are now covering as many men are having issues with women speaking on behalf of the most high. Or being used to speak on behalf of the Most High. But in this study, I pray that it will give enlightenment and give clarity on truly what the Most High is doing. As again, he is the one that has the final say and does he what he wants within his kingdoms. The earth is his kingdom and matter of fact, it's his footstool. So when we understand we are underneath the feet of the most high. So why should we limit him how he is moving to and fro in the land? This word is again structuring uh, understanding that the most high can use a woman mightily. He can use a child mightily. He can use animals mightily. To bring signs and wonders to bear witness to his kingdom. And so in the book of Judges chapter 4. Let us go line upon line. Precept upon precept. um, To give clarity as the question is. Can the most high use women or anybody? Verse 1 reads, And the children of Yashra'el again did evil in the sight of Yahuwah. When Ehub was dead, verse 2, And Yahuwah sold them into the hand of Yavan, king of Canaan, and reigned in Chatsor, the captain of whose host was Sisera, which dwelt in Cherish- Cherisheth of the other nations. And the children of Yashra'el cried unto El Yahuwah, for he had 900 chariots of iron. And 20 years he mightily oppressed the children of Yashra'el. So I want to stop there at verse 3 because clarity is needed. So the backstory is. In the book of Judges in chapter 3, and you can read that in your leisure, and I will also cover that in a later uh, podcast. But the children of Israel were sent into captivity, and underneath this particular king, uh, Eglon, they were oppressed and also um, as slaves. And so... The Most High uh, sent up or raised up a savior to go and help them to be free. And so 
in the book again of Judges 3, this is now the continuation after they got out of captivity under that king's regime, uh, King Eglon, which he met his maker, um, which the Most High sent a very nice gift to him. And uh, again, you can uh, read that as the Most High uh, wants us to read and study to show ourselves approved. But this here, chapter 4, is a continuation on how now Ehud, Ehud was that avenger uh, that went into the land or into that uh, king's um, land and freed the children of Israel. And he died. And this is where it begins off explaining that he had died. And then the children of Israel began to do what? Evil. Evil in the sight of Yahuwah. So in chapter 2, Yahuwah sold them into now the hands of another king. And then now that king, as it reads in verse 3, they were oppressed 20 years by this uh, particular king because this king again had 900 chariots this shows you the the magnitude of their wealth or their strength or their number of people that the children of Israel had to deal with so now as we get the visual of understanding that the children of Israel began to do what cry Cry unto the Most High because of their oppression. And it tells you in verse 3 that they cried because they was tired of being oppressed by this king. And so now in verse 4, and it reads, And Deborah, a prophetess, the woman of Lapathoth, she judged Yashorael at that time. So I want to stop there because who is Deborah? Deborah is a, as it's telling you here, a prophetess. And what is a prophetess? A prophetess is someone who speaks on the behalf of Yahuwah. It also gives now insight about what it is that the Most High Yah is doing in the spiritual realm as he communicates with this prophetess. The prophetess was, again, not only was she a prophetess having direct communications with the Most High, but this verse tells you she also was a judge. A judge to who? The children of Yashorael at that time. So he gave her two positions, very key positions. Why? Because anytime anyone is judging the children of Israel, you must now understand the Most High wants to give clarity that they must be aligned with who? The Most High. She had to have a connection with the Most High so that way she can righteously judge the people. So when we look at this scripture, verse four alone tells you two things. 
She was a prophetess and she was a judge. And with that being said, where are the limits of the most high here in this scripture? There is absolutely nothing that can be disputed when we are reading this verse four in the book of Judges chapter four about Deborah. She was also highly respected because as you continue to read or as we continue to read, you will see and understand whom she was very well respected by. Verse five, and it reads, and she dwelt, dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Yashorael came up to her for what judgment she was holding counsel to righteously judge the children of Israel in the land. So whenever they had any grievance among each other, they would go up to her to sort out their differences. So again, she needed to be well-versed in what was righteous in judgment. She needed to have a covering over her head, which was the most high. That's why it tells you that she was a prophetess. Because it's letting you know she could not righteously judge telling the people anything if she did not have the connection in the heavenly realms. And I want to give clarity as the Most High gave me clarity here. He also told me, look, I also created the same narrative in the earthly realm as I allow for a woman judge, the first woman judge to come inside the land. To hold a position on the judicial supreme court. That's a high court ranking. Which we need to now have understanding. That the most high is the same today. As he was yesterday. And he's the same Elohim yesterday. As we should believe him for today. This word is telling us. That she was uh, judging the children of Israel and they came up to her for judgment. So where, anywhere in scripture, do they tell us that the Most High can't use anyone? When he used Paul, who was a killer. We see that he used David, who was a adulteress and a killer. And I'm not encouraging sin here, but there is nothing too hard for the Most High or no one that he cannot use as he used a donkey. 
<laughs> to let us know exactly what he has told us time and time that he would do anything he want to do because this is the most highest kingdom. And even as I sit and see or hear and listen to many of the fluffy things that come out of men and sometimes even women's mouths, limiting the most high, I say, woe unto you. Because if you want to limit him, how about in your situation, where do you ever or where do we ever limit the most high in our time of need? We never do that. We always expect him to go beyond our expectations in our own personal situations. So why, when it comes down to reading these scriptures, that we limit him in the scriptures? Why, when it comes down to now having clarity that if he did it yesterday, that the most high is capable of doing it again? That if he delivered you out of your circumstances last year and you trust him for it, that when you get back into a circumstance, is he not capable of doing it again? Or do you not trust him that he can do it again? Because every time I think about how we do the most high a disservice on what he is able to do In our lives, in our family lives, in our circumstances, in our ministry, in our businesses, in our healing, we have become a people to constantly limit the works of his spirit. That when this book that we read as this is the chat one chapter of many signs and wonders as he did miracles through the Mashiach to let you know that his spirit was moving in his only begotten son to perform miracles that no one could do unless they had his spirit. And even today, signs and wonders and miracles happen. But the Most High wants us to understand and have clarity on truly magicians can do miracles in terms of witchcraft. But when the Most High does it, he is undefeatable as he will devour the magician's witchcraft sorcery. As we see happened in the book of Exodus with Moshe and the stick when the the snake uh, turned into the uh, the stick. When the stick turned into a snake and his hand became to a leprous. The Most High was doing signs and wonders even there without the Mashiach. As they are one and the same, so they were there together in one in one accord anyway. When do we take the limits and the leashes and the chains and the boxes off of the most high? 
We put him in shackles as if he is a slave to his own word. He is able to execute whenever he wants as he will use whomever he so chooses. This word, I pray that it gives you clarity to let you see that the most high is the one true Elohim. And in the book of Joel, Joel 2 and 28 says, In the last days I will pour out my spirit, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your own men shall dream dreams. When does it limit on what he will be doing by pouring out his spirit even in the last days? Is letting you know that he's using all men as a flesh. As he said, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. On all flesh. On, and I say it again, all flesh. So where does it say, I will only pour out my spirit on only men and they shall prophesy. The devil is a liar as it tells you also in the, in the book of Acts. It tells you, again, the same things. These scriptures are here to give us clarity. Clarity on what it is that the Most High is doing and that what he's capable of doing. In the book of Acts 2 and 17, in the last days, Yahuwah said, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. All people, your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Again, he's calling women and men alike to do what? Prophesy. Just like he gave Deborah. A whole high council commission as prophetess and as judge. And I have you know she has one more job that we have not begun to touch. Let us continue to read. As it says here, now the children of Israel came up to her for judgment in verse 5, right? And verse 6, it reads, And she sent and called Barak, the son of Anvaram, out of Quedesh, Naphtali, and said unto him, Has not Yahuwah of Yashorael commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tavor, and take with you 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali? And of the children of Zimbalim. So let us get into this verse. Because this verse 6 is a lot. As she began to tell Barak what he was to do. As she told or, or asked him. She asked him. She first of all called Barak. She sent and called. So that means that she commissioned him to come up to her office. She sent and called. 
That means she's giving orders here. She sent and called Barak. So now let us continue to read in this uh, verse six. As she sent and called Barak, it then says, has not. And now she's affirming something here. Has not Yahuwah of Yashorael commanded saying, go and draw towards Mount Tavor, which means that the most high spoke unto him also and told him to do something. So he told her and she, the most high told Deborah and he also told Barak. Because she's telling him, as a matter of fact, has not Yahuwah of, of Yeshua'el commanded? She, she's not asking him, did he tell you? She's letting him know. You know he commanded. Hasn't he told you? Has he not told you to go? And, he, and then she tells him, Go and saying, go and draw towards Mount Tavor. So when she sent and told him this, she's affirming what the Most High told her to do. Because obviously he didn't do it yet. So here she's affirming what the commands of the Most High was. And now she's commanding him that he now accomplish it. So now she says, it says here that the most high told him what to do, how to do it, how much, how many men to take and also where they should come from, where the army that he should form should come from, which group of children, Neftali and the children of Zumbalan. To also told him to take 10,000 men. So from these two tribes, they will now accomplish the 10,000 that is commanded or uh, uh, demanded of the most high to go and do a thing. And verse seven, and it reads, and I will draw unto you to the river, Quishron, Syria, Syria, the captain of Yavrin army with his chariots and his multitude and I will deliver him into your hand so she's prophetically speaking unto him and telling him exactly what the most high shared with her as he now needs to share with the army to now execute the plan and command of the most high and he says, when you do this, you will do what? Get the land or the wind. It says here, uh, with will deliver him into your hand and I will deliver him into your hand. It didn't say you may lose. You might win. You, if you, if you, uh, do this, um, and then uh, move the chair and jump over the horn. No, it says, go and take this army. Go up to the multitude of the, uh, of the people, of the two groups. And you're going to meet 
by, uh, you know, the river. And guess what? You will get the win. Matter of fact, you will get the win for I will deliver them into your hands. And verse uh, eight reads, and Barak said unto her, uh, if you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, then I will not go. So what is this verse telling you? It's showing you the respect that Barak had of Deborah. Is showing you and sharing with you that as she held the high ranking position as prophetess and as the judge in the land, he also reverenced her or respected her for her authoritative commissioning as the commander in chief telling him what he needed to do as he wanted her to go with him to now do what the most high had commissioned him to do. So he wanted her to go along. See, and this is the difference of what it is today because many men don't respect women prophetess today. Many men especially who claim that they are in the knowledge of the truth. I really want to take a second to give clarity here because as many men, again, who say that they are in the knowledge of the truth, they limit the most high abilities of who he uses and here you have a clear example of the respect that Barack had for Deborah, that he wanted her to come along, knowing full well he was guaranteed the win as no matter what. But he said, I will not go if you do not go. See, too many men today do not know how to humble themselves and allow for the movement of the Most High to come forth. Too many men are so conditioned in their own egotistical minds to always want to be the one used by the Most High and not allowing for you to really understand that the Most High can use whomever he so chooses. For he is not a man that is a respecter of persons. For the Most High examines the heart. And he also created men and women in his own image. Let us not misunderstand that because as he created man in his own image, he took the rib out of man to form woman. And how could they be one in the same if we're always constantly separating them? Yes, they have differences and different Things and abilities that they are to uh, now contribute to in the earthly realm. But it a man can't get with a man to to reproduce. 
nor can a woman get with a woman to reproduce, but they need to do what work as a team. As this word is telling us here, this is something that we don't do today. We don't know how to work as a team. We, we always want to be the head of everything and not allowing for the movement of the most high to move in the woman and the movement of the most high to move in man. So when we get together, we are a unified, bona fide win team, a winning team. This is the message that the most high poured into me today. Take the chains off of him now. In your mind, if you have any ounce of personal issues that you have with women, set it, to, set it aside and humble yourself. And I also speak to the women that if you have any personal issues with men for many of the things that they did against women in the past, we too need to humble ourselves and let the most high move in both of us, male and female, as he created us mightily to give us in the beginning of the days dominion over everything dominion over everything i'm so thankful that the most high uh, structured my mind to see as many of us want to rely on men today to be their saving grace or to, to rely on men to do things to make you a whole person. See, when you are now understanding that when the most high is your covering. He is the one that will lead you down whatever path he chooses. He so chooses. And no man can diminish what the Most High has spoken over your life. No man can now defeat the Most High as he is moving because then they'll find themselves fighting against the Most High Elohim. Abba Yahuwah is a great Elohim and I love him and sometimes these things can be challenging but let me explain to you it is nothing like serving the one true Elohim and it's nothing like allowing for him to move in a way that we have limited him in the past it is time for us all to bow down and humble ourselves to be aligned with the one true Elohim so he may use all of us mightily. For we are all called. As he says, many are called, but few are chosen. And so you need to now understand what are the qualifications to be chosen. If you are limited him, limiting him in any way, the most high cannot use 
a limiting mindset. Every time I think about his goodness and grace and mercy that he has done in my life, I'm thankful today that he did not limit his mercy on me. Because where would I be? And as we begin to continue to edify in this word, move forth with reading and studying to show yourself approved with no limits on the most high. Expecting great and mighty things to happen. Sometimes it gets tiring, but the most high, I hear the sound of his spirit when he says, do not get weak and weary in well-doing. Do not get weak and weary in well-doing. In well-doing. Because this word is affirming what he will and shall do and what he is capable to do in all of us. But I want to now highlight this verse eight because I am commissioning all of us today to be on one accord and to realize and recognize sometimes there are things that a woman that the most high shares with a woman that a man wasn't able to comprehend. And vice versa. Sometimes he shares something with man that he's able to comprehend that women don't understand understand or comprehend. But when we get together on one accord and we have these biblical discussions wrapped around biblical texts or uh, trying to discern a situations in our lifestyles or families or households. And we have these these um respectful dialogue we're able to now come together on one accord to get the clarity that we all need if we're already going in with bandages and bondages and chains around our minds and we don't allow for the open mind and open heart to come into us with the word to really pierce us pierce the spirit and soul asunder we already defeated our own selves by now walking in victory but here you see Barak did not do that for they all respected her in the land as they all came up to her for judgment for they for her to righteously judge their situations for her to now bear a now counsel as a counselor or a to render judgment on the behalf of whoever had a grievance he too respected her in such a way that he wanted her to go with him he didn't need her to go he wanted her to go and see that's the difference again in the dialogue that men and women need to have. It's a wantingness as many men want women to want them. Well, women are needed and should be wanted in situations too to give you inspiration and encouragement 
in certain situations because she wasn't going to fight. So she didn't need to be there, but he wanted her there because he respected her connection to the most high. And that's key. He respected her connection with the most high. Any, any person who has a direct connection with the most high should be highly reverenced in terms of, uh, now not glorified in terms of, uh, be magnified with, uh, serving them as an idol, but now understand you have access to the most high. Because we all know that anointings come with consequences. Or things, real life things that you had it, you had to, uh, to overcome. It comes with a testimony. So let us continue to read here. It tells us here in verse nine. And I, I want to reread verse eight. And Barak says unto her, if you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, then I will not go. That is another key element that he possessed, which is, again, loyalty. Confirmation of what he wanted to, to reign or bring forth that he trusted her judgment. He trusted her call. And he supported that he was working as a team with her. In verse 9, that is, it continues to read. And she said, I will certainly or surely go with you. Notwithstanding the journey that you take shall not be for your honor. For Yahuwah shall sell Sisera. Into the hand of a woman. See? It's telling you here. For Yahuwah shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. So she's prophetically speaking that the Most High is already going to deliver them with the wind. But not only will they get the wind or will Barak get the wind in his own hand or honor, but it's through Yahuwah spirit that will now seal the victory with now the hand of a woman. And now it continues to read. And Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kodesh. This is so important. Family of Yah. As we see the Most High not only used Deborah mightily here. But he also used 
and will use another woman to now sell the children of Israel's freedom out of the hand of the oppressor and the hand of a woman shall defeat these evil, wicked men that are oppressing the children of Israel. So as we continue to read, it tells us, again, as I'm going to stop here and next following week, I will go into reading the uh, further down in the scripture. But let this chapter from verse four, chapter four, verse one through now nine. And let me read verse 10. And Barak called Zimbalan and Naphtali to Kodesh. And he went up with 10,000 men at his feet. And Deborah went up with him. So verse 1 through 10 gives us clarity exactly what is about to trans, uh, transpire. This lays the foundation of what was to come. As we stop here and continue next week, I urge you and invite you to come back and read the scriptures with us as we go line upon line, precept upon precept, giving insight of the true text, biblical text, as the spirit moves uh, me in the spirit uh, to give utterance of the most high's word. Uh, but uh, as we edify, we also glorify the most high in this space. So family, uh, thank you for tuning in. And again, tune in next week as we continue Judges, the book of Judges, chapter four, and the whole uh, question around, can the most high use a woman, let alone anyone that he chooses? All praises to the Most High, Yah, and again, trust the Most High's process. Be blessed. Okay, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for pressing into this space where we are ready and willing to help others uh, get free come out of the land of captivity and into the marvelous light. The only key that is available to set you free is Yahushua. Grab hold of his hand and he will then show you the way. Come join us in this space as we go uh, through the scriptures in the Sefer Bible, line upon line, precept upon precept, to lend your ears and our voices to uh, doing all that our Father asked us to do with obedience, with humbleness, with loyalty, with royalty, and with commitment. I love you, fam. Tune in this Friday for a new upload, a prophetic word coming your way. I pray that you be blessed for the rest of the week. already.
please like, share, and subscribe. You can also find us on Clubhouse, the Clubhouse platform where we study to show ourselves approved. Join us at that platform or join us every Friday for a new upload here on Spotify. Be blessed, family. Stay tuned into the channel powered by Key Fundamentals 7. For it is written, the second Timothy 2 and 15 reads, Study to show yourself a proof. This word will give understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. Teach you obedience. Take heed as you read. Let's go.